Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Your Caddy, presented by Blatant God. And here's your host, the Chief, Liam and Joey Legs. Welcome back to another edition of Who's Your Caddy, presented by Blatant Golf. Chief here. Uh, Going to be a two-part show today. So first, I'll give you the recording of my Monday Miss Prices live stream on Twitter last night. Uh, you know, 15 or so minutes there. And then brief ad sponsor break from our friends at Polar Golf. And then we'll do our pick segment with Liam. And I'm hoping to get legs in as well. We'll see if you can get in here. Um, we'll just review our top picks now being Tuesday. Uh, any other updates, make sure to be following along on Twitter. And we will send everything we can this week at Blayton, B-L-A-T-A-N-T underscore chief, at Blayton Golf, at Liam Blayton, at Blayton Legs Bets. We'll give you our insights. Uh, Blayton Golf will be doing the breaking news sort of thing, anything interesting just from around the world of golf in general. And then we'll give our own picks and recommendations through our personal account. So big week this week, last week of the PGA Tour regular season before the FedEx Cup playoffs start. Wyndham Championship, Sedgefield Country Club, a course that we're very familiar with now. So let's dive in. Okay, what's up, guys? Monday, Miss Price is here. Chief in studio, a.k.a. my office uh, here in Plainview, back from a nice little trip to Montauk. I think that's where the chain smokers were. Maybe that was why they didn't show up uh, to live. Just a, just a rumor, not confirmed uh, from my sources out there. Anyway, you know, I'm listening to this Alex Smalley uh, preview on the PGA uh, stream or whatever it's called, Twitter spaces right now. It seems like a bunch of the other communities in there, too, as, you know, work comes to a close today on Monday, this August 1st. The dog days of summer are here. Um, Don't need to hear too much of this. I'm going to be peppering uh, Smalley with with reckless abandon this week uh, after Uncle Tony goes back to back. So, Kind of what I want to do here Mondays is just look at the initial pricing. I'll give you my gut instincts on them, and then we'll touch back later in the week. We might we might end up moving our Who's Your Caddy to Tuesday later in the day and have it fully published out Wednesday morning um, because you have everyone does their own research, and that's good. I do too. Don't need any more of those podcasts. I want to kind of transition more going into year end of year two for us. Um, into more of game theory like Rob G talks about and leverage plays, ownership, stuff like that uh, as we look to advance ourselves beyond the normal, uh, just pick your favorite player and go ahead at it. So a lot to be said this week at the Wyndham. Going to go rapid fire, just gut instincts on guys who I think is a good price, uh, who got, you know, some guys may not be a good price, why I think so, and then, Tuesday, we'll do Who's Your Caddy. Hopefully, have a guest on. I think we're going to talk to Hunter next week. He was our giveaway winner. Uh, does some great stuff on the Twitterverse himself. But this week, I mean, Wyndham Championship, we don't need – listen, Willie Z's up top, and he's very due for a win. Great play last week. You know, can't score at a birdie fest, whatever. I think that's kind of nonsense now. Romeo was on. I'll give him that. But Webb, you know, this is the Webb Open. He's at 126 right outside the cutoff for FedEx Cup, which is very interesting. We'll see what that does to his ownership this week. Um, I'm conflicted early on. Uh, I was thinking every lineup, and now I'm thinking more so 
may may warrant a feed. No idea. It's going to come down to ownership, I think. Uh, we'll see. Very interesting. He hasn't been playing well, uh, but of course he's the goat at this course, named his daughter after so-and-so. You know the whole story with him. Uh, so that will be the main decision, I think, up top. Will it be Willie Z or will it be Webb? The battle of the W's. So I don't know. I'm uh, I'm very intrigued by this all. And then you go down to the Irish Bear, Shane Lowry. Another guy's been due for a win for a long time. Interesting. All these guys up top, really initially looking uh, DraftKings pricing, of course, pretty much above Kids Doggy up to Willie Z. I think they all merit a play in some regard. Um, again, just based on initial price, there's one guy, not just because he screwed me at the PGA, but I'm hearing some early chatter on Corey Connors and nothing against the guy. I like, I like him in general. Um, just don't understand at all. Why uh, based on his current form and his track record here, not great either of them. So 9,600, that's my first uh, initial fade for me. Uh, and don't think that's going to change ownership regardless uh, there's just so many guys though here that have played well at this course that are coming back, looking to up their up their placing going into the playoffs the next few weeks. 15 million is real nice, live or not. You know, there's not that many spaces available. Uh, so, 15 million on the board. I think a lot of these guys are gonna jump at the chance to take that down this week. Sung Jay, Billy Ho, Russell Henley, just guys that love Bermuda courses like this. Easy scoring just massive birdie opportunities. All of them make a ton of sense. Just geographically incoming form this year. It all makes sense for them. So again, a lot of ownership will have to determine the top here for me. I, I got to see what's going to, what's going to play out over the next day or so, because I mean, all of these guys have to me pretty similar win equity and you know, they're all kind of in that 10 K price range. So Henley may get a little popular because he's at 98. I have a feeling about that. Um, but then you drop down to two elite international guys, Ty Hatton and Adam Scott, just two elite players. Scott lost in that big six-man playoff last year. Stats was jumping off the chart, playing a lot better. Hasn't jumped ship to live yet, which is somewhat shocking to everyone. Uh, and then the Varn Doggy, local guy, you know, great year overall. Success at uh, Harbortown. And, of course, Sawgrass, as well as many other places nearby, including this course. Denny, Cousin Denny, 8,900. Everyone's going to be on him, right? Uh, so, Tao was on him. And rightfully so. It just makes a lot of sense. I uh, went very low. Shot 63 last year. I mean, he's two years ago, right? He's – it all – again, there's so many positive cases to play. The last event of the year, FedEx, everyone's going to be gunning at it. I love it. It should be a great week of golf. And it's just like all the Bermuda boys are here. I mean, this this is going to be fun to watch. Davis Thompson, not in the field this year, unfortunately. I was looking forward to peppering him. Uh, but Siwoo, Donald Ross, expert, won here in 2017. Coming back, pretty decent form. A few T-15s. Again, part of that six-man playoff last year. So just a ton of dudes up here. You can play kids. Went back-to-back. -back, you know, could go back-to-back. -back. Excuse me. After seeing Tony do it back-to-back -back weeks, could you do it back-to-back -back years here? He's coming in form. Then we get two guys who you want to talk about game theory. Um, Tom Kim and Taylor Pendrith, two guys riding Scaldinish heaters coming in, uh, but with two decent uh, downsides of never having played here before. Will it matter? I don't know that it's going to matter, but 
I mean, again, everyone else has such solid positive pros going forward to them. You're going to, I mean, you just can't play everyone. You know, you have to find a reason. So two guys that just lurked heavily last week. I mean, Tom Kim's thing shot 63 yesterday. Uh, and Taylor Pendrith pretty much on top of the board, just making birdies out of his mind. But this is different. This isn't bomb and gouge, mass birdie ops. This is more accuracy off the tee and then easy birdie ops for great putters. So a little bit different to last week. So some of these longer guys like Pendrith, not that I'm that concerned because he's, I mean, he showed up at Sawgrass. He's, he's showed up all year. I just think this guy's a stud. Um, so we'll see. But if you're looking for guys to fade, those are the first two based on popularity last week to a course that is going to allow for a lot of birdies, but in a different way about getting to there. So I, I think, again, two guys that have capitalized recently on easy scoring bomber tracks, a um, little more tree in play, more Carolina style, a little more danger on these courses. But still, if you can keep it in the fairway, that's why I've seen guys like Webb, Kiz, you know, succeed here. We'll see these two guys haven't really done it like that. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see how that goes. Bez, again, kind of fits the, fits the narrative of plotting, great putter, not so long, Harmonator. Poston I've had it circled for weeks now, for, for months, Henry, for months. Uh, Got to play here. Obviously one here. It's interesting to see that he actually has three missed cuts and a 50th around his win here. Um, but again, success at Harbortown. Other correlated courses like that, elite fast Bermuda putter, probably one of the best in the world. Um, so I think I'm sticking with my gut. And again, it's a good price. I, I can eat 8,200 in this field for Poston. Don't like wise really ever. Just again, it fades off usually on the weekend, not into it. Um, but Jay Rose, Davis Riley, Mad Dog Mitchell, Mark Hubbard, Day, Stallings, Adam Long, all again, all these guys have reasons to play. Rose, Nice track record here. It needs the FedEx Cup points. Davis Riley just stud overall. His price is dropping every week. Unfortunately, that is partially because he hasn't been playing as well as he had earlier in the year. But regardless, that tickles my fancy. 7,900. Again, Mad Dog Mitchell, Bermuda, won the Honda Classic. Not so great here, again, because he's not always pinpoint accurate off the tee. But, again, Bermuda track, been playing a bit more consistently this year. Just missing a little something. Um, I'm a sucker for him, so I'll probably go back. Hubbard, again, interesting. Was riding here. I'm a little concerned that he missed the cut at an easy course where he had a hole-in-one. That could be somewhat alarming. Maybe it was one bad swing, but he looked kind of frustrated. Um, so I'm going to tread lightly for now with Hubbard. I don't know. that. I may change my mind with that. He's had a really nice year overall. We'll see. Um, Jason Day, too. You know, I saw the Sun Doggies on him. That's great to see. Uh, you know, it's interesting with him. He needs those points to secure his car. He, like, you know, he's he, he needs to play well. And he has slowly gotten better. It hasn't been easy. But we've seen him win it at the players. We've seen him win at Wells Fargo. Could Jason Day, at a place where he hasn't played in over a decade, come through and succeed this week? I don't know about that. I'm going to look at more to him. Um, I'm intrigued. I'll say that. Scott Stallings, another one, come in on an absolute tear. Birdie machine. But let's look at where he's doing it, though. Again, he's got a lot of missed cuts here, and he's played a lot, too, which concerns me. It's his part of town, too. Played in uh, Tennessee. So, I mean, again, he should play well. 
But my fear is that this course just doesn't suit his eye. After playing so many years and having so many missed cuts, that is alarming to me, um, especially at high ownership, too. Hasn't really moved up in price, but has still been playing very well of late. Uh, I'll just read it off quick. Yeah, I mean, he's got a eighth, a fourth, and his tenth. He's played three out of the last six weeks. But here, you know, he does have a 14th way back in the day. Then he's got four, five missed cuts out of his last seven starts here. So I just think, again, some of these guys that have been playing well, they've been playing at more bomber-friendly birdie fests. And this is more of a short, accurate Bermuda Wizard birdie fest. It's it's not so much just go hit it wherever you want. Um, little little bit different. Yes, it's the same Ross design as last week, um, but much different with the undulations and the fairway and other stuff like that. So I, I think this is going to be a bit of a different test. And I think guys are going to have to go about it um, in a different way. So that's a little alarming to me. Um, going to Adam Long guy, you know, again, may not have that upset, but we've seen him go low at Bermuda Birdie Fest in the desert at the Amex. It's from, uh, you know, college days, Cameron Crazy, the Duke, the Duke Blue Devil connection nearby. Been so-so here, but he's, he's hitting the ball really well right now. I know Romeo is going to love him. I think I may have to sprinkle him, especially if he, if I have to choose between him and Stallings. I think Adam Long's the safer bet. Um, Stallings may have more win equity. I don't even know if you can call it win equity, just maybe T5, T10 upside. Um, but I don't really – like I don't love Johnny V. Again, not a bombing gouge place. Got her up. Again, bomb, bomber. I'm, I'm not – I'm steering clear of the bombers. I want guys that I know are going to put it in the, <clears throat> excuse me, in the fairway and on the green and have a ton of birdie ops being a great putter. Uh, then we get to the member here, the aforementioned Alex Smalley, who as I'm kind of still trying to listen to, but I mean, what am I going to say? This guy knows this place back and forth. Pops of great form this year, Scottish Open, some other places you wouldn't expect it. Uh, it's having a nice year overall. <clears throat> We've seen what Webb, being comfortable with this course has done in the past and not comparing the two, but Alex Smalley, I think is going to get peppered. Svensson turned it on again last week. Guess I'm going to have to go back to that. Not a huge fencing guy in general. So we'll see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Out now, Brown cow. Yeah, there we go. Um, you know, again, Brendan Todd, Bermuda, great putting wizard. Uncle Marty's been hitting the ball well, but, Mixed bag here. CT, the Panama imploded here once. Um, who else? Calum Taren's been playing great. She's still playing them. Price stays the same. Taylor Moore, a guy I, I was on heavy this earlier in the year. Took him a while to get warmed up, but he's looked a lot better the last couple weeks. Arkansas Razorback, careful with him. May have to sprinkle. Cousin Harris, they're just keeping him at this 7,000, 7,300 range. He's not healthy. I, I think he needs to get to the offseason and fully heal. So we'll watch that. J.J. Spawn popped last week. Kind of weird to see. Um, but he'll do that now and again. Don't know if I'm going there. Uh, again, kind of too early to tell with some of these guys. Going to have to see about ownership. Then you get a bunch of guys um, before we get to the sicko range. Low sevens that are on that borderline 10 places either way on the FedEx Cup line. Hardy, Gim, Sink, Sig, Seattle Mafia. Uh, T. Dunks and Danny Boy Willett. 
um, all kind of verging on not making it to the playoffs, so they need to play well this week. But none of them really blow me away. I mean, Sigs had the most upside of late and is a phenomenal putter. Uh, Jägermeister, shout out to the Ratman. Uh, he warned me about this week with, with Jaeger, and he showed up a week early, so I'm a little concerned about that. <laughs> uh, it was great last week in Detroit. So can he carry over? to when we were planning on peppering him. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think I'm going to have to find out. Lee Hodges, again, too. Another guy is just peaking uh, at the right time, but tailing off a little bit on the weekend. So I don't know if I'm going to get there. Maybe have to pepper him. And then, again, Ricky Fowler, General Patton, Smosho. A ton of these guys are, are, are right on the verge. Hayden Buckley I'm probably going to go back to. been playing a little bit of him. Looked good again last week. I'm not in love with the sickle range this week. I'm going to look into Straka. I'm going to look into Streb Throat. May have to do it just out of FOMO. Kraft been playing well overall. So-so. Some of these guys have, may have like a T30 ceiling, honestly. But at this price, you might do it. There are a couple guys, though. Luke Dylan, if you want to take the Henrik Stenson winning live last week after getting deposed of his Ryder Cup captainship, and then Luke Donald taking it over. That would be interesting for a guy that loves to play this course, hits every fairway. You never, you never know. Interesting. He might find his way in one lineup, God forbid. Uh, and then the other one is Richie Damaso Wierenski for you American Hustle fans. Richie Boy, 6,300, phenomenal putter, Jupiter, Florida guy. Kind of found something of late. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just a hot putter. I got to dig a little deeper. But 6,300 for Richie is really interesting to me. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. There's This is going to be an, a hell of a week. It's been good to us in the past. Uh, we'll see. So those are initial Monday misprices. Those are my, my thoughts on guys that stick out to me after day one. Decent amount of research. Not a ton. But we're going to dig into it deep tonight. We'll do Who's Your Caddy tomorrow. Maybe we'll post it Wednesday or Tuesday night. We'll see. And then we'll be uh, we'll be teeing off for the last event of the season before the playoffs. Can't believe it's gone this fast. Had a lot of close calls recently. Hoping just need one to break through. So maybe that'll be this week. But BOL guys, stay in touch on the Twitterverse. Send me DMs and uh, listen. We'll see what happens. Let's see how the next couple of days unfold. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, guys. I'm going to give you a quick reminder about Polar Golf an innovative take on golf head covers. Very cool product here. All head covers come with a magnet built into the cover so you can safely store it while you hit your tee shot. Hang it from your irons or from your cart. Doesn't matter, anything metal it'll attach to. Just simply remove the head cover, place the Polar Golf logo onto any magnetic metal surface and let it hang while you hit. Polar Golf's head covers not only look great, but help you keep track of your head covers too. So you never lose them again. I know that's something I always worry about on the course after I hit, you know, where did the head cover go? Did it fall off the cart? What am I doing with it? Um, so this thing really solves that problem for you. Check them out on Instagram by visiting at polar.golf. That's P-O-L-A-R, like polar bear, or on their website at polargolfusa.com. Okay, joined with my buddy Liam here at Liam Blayton on Twitter. Uh, we're going to just run through our favorite bets of the week now that I've kind of ran through the field. You've seen the pricing, and we're just going to give you kind of our top plays, gut instincts of who could win T20 and so forth. So um, I'll kind of stick with the DraftKings value pricing for DFS, and Liam will give you uh, more of an outright market play. So 
What's up, man? What do you think? Tony off back-to-back. What, what the heck are we going to see this week now at the Wyndham? Freaking incredible. Shout out to Tony, man. We were, I've been playing him all damn year. Last two weeks, I was off him a little bit, but uh, I love Tony, man. Good to see him back in the winning circle and, you know, winning back-to-back, heading into, uh, you know, the long stretch now. There's probably no one I'd rather see win than Tony uh, outside of one guy, and if I'm not on him, then I'll still be happy, but I think I am going to be on him this week. Last Regular season event of this season at the Wyndham. We've had success here in the past. It's the Bermuda Boys. But there's one guy who is so, so due for a win and has been for a long time. He may not weigh a buck fifty, but his name is Willie Z. He's at 10-9, expensive on DraftKings, but I think it's worth it this week, especially Webb not playing well. Now, the only caveat for me at the top of the board is if Webb's number gets depressed to a point where he's only 10 12% owned, I'm going to have to sprinkle him. I'm not going anything outright at the top of the board. There's too many guys at the top. It's too low. I'm not going to go 20 to 1 outright on any of these guys up here. It's just I see them all with similar win equity. I don't have strong of a feel on any of them. Um, but I do think that Willie Z. Operation take the first five guys. Yeah, I might. I mean, really, like, I, I, I think that only way I go a little web is if everyone thinks the same thing and, and is going to gravitate to him. But see, I don't think they're going to gravitate up to Willie Z because there's still that narrative about it being a birdie fest. He can't do it. He looked pretty good last week. You know, I think he can do it. Um, but I think a lot of people are going to drop down to Lowry M, Billy Ho, Russell Henley, Ty Hat, and Adam Scott. And, and, and the list goes on. The favorite on has he? Interesting. Yeah, so he's still the favorite. fourth most expensive on DraftKings TFS. Interesting. Sung Jay, uh, Atlanta resident now. He's got actually the lowest scoring average here over the last three years. And he is back in good form. He had a little issue with his putter, um, but still been striking the ball well. And tight tree line Bermuda courses. Lost in a playoff at the Sanderson Farms, which have the same exact green complex as these. So I think that Sung Jay is, is all systems to go for me here this week. I think that's a great, a great play up top. Um, what what else? Are we going Billy Ho Henley? Who else? Who else up top here are we looking at? I like I mean Larry is freaking dude. Yeah, Shane is all he's might be as due as Willie Z. He is my if I'm playing one guy in that I'm, I'm I mean I'm playing it, but if I'm playing one guy in those top five guys for an outright at you know that low price, I'm going seventeen to one on Shane Larry. Definitely place an outright on him. Yeah, it makes sense. He's played great all year. He's showed up, obviously got really unlucky at the Honda when that thunderstorm came in and sep the austrian oh, yeah. bulldog took it from him on the 18th hole that was very very difficult for him but he's been close many times was great at augusta good on the florida swing uh back on that southeast bermuda for the first time in probably like two months Been mostly midwestern bent and then the majors overseas and in oklahoma so going back to the east coast i'm going back to the bermuda boys pepper and denny can't miss it this week everyone's gonna be on them don't care uh been riding him for like two years now, so yeah, I think I, like I think it's lot, time. I do have a, uh, a matchup play against Denny. I'm going Siwoo. Uh, see, they're priced right next to each other at 89 and 88 with kids below them. But I, I think they should both be playing. I like them both. I'm 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 playing both. I'm playing them together. Uh, again, like doing that, especially on DraftKings DFS, because a lot of people will space out their selections in different price tiers. So if you put a few guys back to back. I'll sometimes do three or four in a row just to get a little different uh, to try to differentiate the lineup. So, I I mean, I, I like that. Hard to argue with Siwoo. Had his first career win here now seven years ago, shockingly. 
Uh, he's a Don Ross specialist. More than any other course, like course history is so important. Very important. Up here with uh, Augusta as the top two or three in terms of correlation. Now, other courses similar to this that we see the same guys overlapping on, TPC Sawgrass and the Heritage at Harbortown. So, again, East Coast Southern tracks, par 70, short courses. Um, definitely a lot of danger here this week, and that's why I'm kind of going to be fading some of the guys that have been playing well the last couple of weeks in the Midwest because those have been I'm big. Away from anyone that can yeah. hit the fairway. Man. Those are big bomber tracks with bent grass. This is short Bermuda, fast, so still easy in that it's very short course, um, but not that you can't just bomb it ever off the tee. Look at the winners of the last few years: Webb, Siwoo, Kisner last year. These are all guys that pepper fairways and are great putters on fast Bermuda. So I'm, I'm sticking to that. That's been the trend over the years here. Barn Doggy, another local guy, has had a good year so far. Hasn't played a lot lately. Um, yeah, local ties. Those three in a row, Barn Doggies, Denny, and Siwoo, uh, all, you know, have had success at this course and in this region. Even Kisner, those four. You go four in a row right there. Pretty solid start to your lineup. Um so, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm at, top of the board. Dropping down, I like posting quite a bit. I've been saying it for a few weeks. Again, he won here. That was his first career win. Hasn't played well here besides that, but also has never struck the ball as well as he's striking it right now. Yeah. So that's kind of a mantra I'm thinking is if you're coming in, approaching the green well and in good form, and he's I mean, he has a win, a second, and an 11th in his last four starts. So he's coming in in great form to a place where he's won at. I mean, 8,200 to me seems like – Hammerific, yeah, and I've been looking at it for a few weeks. So him and Mad Dog Mitchell, another uh, Bermuda Boys Club specialist, 7,900, um, has played a lot this course off through his junior years also down here and won the Honda Class a couple years ago. So Ooh, I think enough. that's, that's pretty good. Surprise. Yeah, I, I like him. Under, under eight this week? Yeah. And now a lot of people are going to be on Hubbard and Stallings, but again, Hubbard had an ace last week and still missed the cut. So – Listen, he said he, you know, he's preparing for the playoffs, whatever. Maybe he's dicking around. I don't love that. And Stallings has come in Scaldinish form, but again, not on this type of course. Normally, I would say yes. He's played here like ten or twelve times, never done well. So for a guy that's playing well right now at different courses structures than this, coming into a place where he's never played well, I'm just gonna have to veer on the side of caution with those type of players. Um, there's too many other guys I like in this range. Uh, and then going down, not so many. What, what do you think? Mid-tier. I mean, mid-tier, let's – I just got to shout him out. But Vinny Whaley, we got to watch Vinny out. Vinny Whaley, I, I, I have starred. Georgia Tech, he's got uh, three out of his last four. I think he's got like T25. He's, yeah. been, he's been playing really well, and this is part of the country. So, um, will he T10? I don't know, but this makes also, sense. Like, he really could go low, which is crazy. Like, he goes low in, like, the craziest order sometimes. I remember when you first adopted him last year. He had, like, yeah. a string of, like, eight meat cuts in a row or something. Nah, I was, like, eight key 20s. It was something crazy, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like him. Uh, Adam Long's been playing pretty well. Munoz can make birdies. These are all guys, you know, so-so. I'm, I'm lukewarm on them. Uh, Alex Smalley and Adam Svensson, though. Those two right there. Smalley is a member at this course, is in great form. We'll listen to him uh, on Twitter yesterday talk about it. Uh, he showed up at the Scottish Open, and there's a couple other places recently I didn't, for no reason. So he's a very good player, 7,500. And then Spence, and again, had one off week in the last, like, two months, just striking the ball really well right now. Um, has ties to Florida, even though he's Canadian. So I would watch out for Spence. Uh, the Panama, 
if you remember a couple years ago, he went OB on 18 and he was in the lead at this tournament. He also has won the Heritage. Um, so, again, talking about correlations with him, that lines up pretty nice. Uh, Cousin Harris English, still hurt, but 7,300. I got to think about it. Same thing with Taylor Moore, um, an Arkansas Razorback. I've been, I've been tailing for the last better part of a year, um, but he's finally playing pretty well. Well, I don't love a ton. I got Grayson Sig and JJ Spawn, two guys that have kind of popped up uh, and are, for whatever reason, pretty good on short East Coast Bermuda. Spawn's a West Coast guy, but he won the Valero this year, so and he popped last week. Um, and Grayson Sig's from Sea Island Mafia, so we know he likes this part of town. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. Jaeger, we mentioned. Johnny Rathouse was on his bag and gave us a heads up about that. Showed up at T5 last Michael week. Thomas needs, uh, Michael Thompson, needs yeah. Thompson. Agreed. He's a nice little shout-out. He's, uh, he's been really playing a lot of Western boys. Yeah, I was reading about him this morning. Sir Ben had a nice little write-up about him. Uh, let's see. I'll give you. He won the Honda Classic and the 3M, which are two correlated courses with a lot of water, similar to this. Um, he looked really good the last two weeks. He's got a big-ass beard growing. Uh, um, he's had success at Donald Ross courses, so just being one of them. Uh, I think I think Michael Thompson's a nice little play at seven thousand as well. Yeah, a little outright on him last week, so I, I watched him a pretty good amount. He was he was hitting the ball very well. He was sort of top of the board for a while, fell off on Saturday, and then you know finished pretty well. Yeah. Um, all right, entering the sicko range here, sub seven. Um, I mean, for this, it'd probably be a hundred to one or greater in the outright <laughs> market. A few guys want to mention Hayden Buckley doesn't play really well. Um, like him. A little bit. Uh, the Wild Malnati, I put this out on Twitter last night, was deep into the uh, the Wikipedia and, and found that he's lurked one and came in second at Sanderson, Sanderson Farms, which I mentioned before, heavily correlated, of course, to this. Sung Jay was runner up there. Um, a lot of crossover overlap on those two leaderboards for whatever reason. Uh, Malnati is also East Tennessee guy. So again, Southeast, been playing decent, but at a birdie fest uh, where peppering fairways and putting is at a premium. Think he makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Sep, we already mentioned, is starting to play better again and won the Honda. And Sammy Ryder, another Florida birdie fest animal um, that's been playing pretty well lately. So we like him. Uh, Streb Throat, I don't know. Kelly Craft, maybe. Roger Sloan lost in the six man playoff here last year and popped last week, but it sucked besides that. Yeah, I'm going to need some real pep talk from playing any guys. Like oh, man. This week. I got two more sickos for you, and then we'll go. Richie Wawenski. Hell yeah. Playing well again. Jupiter, Florida guy. Amazing putter. 6,300. Nice little track record here. And then Luke Donald, 6,200. Get ready for this. Captain. Who was playing like utter shit, lost his captainship last week, and then one live. That was Henrik Stenson. And who took over for him? Luke Donald. Uh, That's the crazy fucking connection of the week. It may mean nothing. He might miss the cut. <laughs> but if you look back, his form here is, is pretty substantial. Uh, going back in the day, give me one second. I'll read it to you. Also, Wierenski's got a nice T10 here. Um, let's see. Luke Luke Donald here. Uh, all right. He missed cut the last three years. And does have a runner-up, though, five years ago here. Um, so again, strict one or two lineup situation, just banking off the Stenson success last week. Uh, otherwise I'd probably say to tread lightly with him. So who else, any sickos? Otherwise, give me your, give me your full card for the people. Yeah, I'll go through the quick full card right now. Not, uh, not too crazy this week, but we got, uh, we got our outright on Shane Lowry. 
plus 1700. We got a T5 on Siwoo Kim plus 600. Then we got four matchups. We got Billy Ho over Corey Connors. We got Siwoo Kim over Denny Mac. We got HB3 over Stenson. Spenson. And we got the Bez over Pendrith. Oh, okay. Love it. Love that actually too. And then we didn't mention Pendrith or Tom Kim. Two guys that have been playing really well for the last month and are now priced up into the mid to high eights. I think they're both really good players. Again, if I'm saying the mantra of if guys Pendrith has been so hot, he's just gonna he's fall. so he's hot. Fall. But I, I think it's more that yeah, it's hard to keep up that birdie rate and also again, just completely different course setup than what he's been seeing on these big open Midwestern courses. This is a lot different than that. Um, and he played well at Sawgrass, so it doesn't mean that he can't, but I agree. There just has to be a little regression coming soon, yeah. um, and you can't play everyone. So those will be two of the guys I'm fading. Overall, if Willie Z doesn't get it done or Denny, they're both close to my heart, and I'm pulling for them strong. Down the board, I think a lot of upside is to be had with Keith Mitchell uh, and Davis Riley, too, another guy who hasn't played well the last couple of weeks, but overall has had a phenomenal year. Remember Sammy B drained that 30-foot birdie to beat him oh, at the yeah, Valspar? There's also a lot of crossover to that leaderboard at Copperhead. So that's that's a sneaky little play there. Both in quiet as of late. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. He's been he's been lurking. I think he's getting ready for the FedEx Cup, which again starts next week. I think we're gonna have the hunt man on uh to join us. We'll see about that. He just got married, one of our new Twitter friends, uh good guy. And we'll see what happens. This is a great time of year. I mean, the majors are over, but the FedEx Cup, 15 million on the line. Guys who are not going to live for whatever reason, haven't been offered or just aren't capable of doing it, they're going to be gunning for that prize. We saw Uncle Tony win last year um, in the playoffs. So I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty pumped. I, 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 they never really stopped. It's year-round now, and they they just released the schedule for next year. It's just as loaded. And, Uncle, Tony's, yeah. Uncle Tony's close to a favorite right now with, uh, with Scotty heading to the FedEx for me. Interesting. Yeah, I think uh, I think the way Tony's playing, Scotty, Cam Smith, and maybe even Cantlay. Cantlay's had I think ten T tens on the year, and he hasn't won yet. Yeah, so he, that's bound to change. He does get hot. So all right, enjoy, guys. Uh, make sure to follow along on Twitter at Liam Blayton at Blayton underscore Chief at Blayton Golf for breaking news and updates. DM us. Tell us what you want to see. We're doing a bunch of cool giveaways. We just sent a bunch of stuff out last week. Getting the site revamped and ready for the fall. Uh, but first, we got the playoffs, and this week, last event of the regular season, yeah. the Wyndham Championship. In my mind, I'm going to Carolina with Uncle Jimmy Taylor and the gang. We'll be there with you guys the whole way. Keep it straight, and may God have mercy on your souls. <laughs> All right, be all guys. Enjoy the show.